Hey everyone, this is JP. I have with me here our producer, Jim Pounds. Hello everyone. We thought that now that we are done with our first season, we'd look back on it and see how we did and talk about it and what we're planning for season two, which is going to drop on October 4th, 2022. So I guess we could start with accomplishments. What do we think our big accomplishments have been this season? I would say for me, it's been the guests. Can you be a little more specific when you say that? Yeah, no, I think the... The variety of the guests that we had and the books that they were talking about between, you know, fiction and nonfiction and even YA, young adult, I wasn't expecting to have young adult fiction thrown in there, but that was fun. And then I, you know, obviously to have authors like Alison Bechtel and Jenny Finney Boylan, Carmen Maria Machado, David La Rochelle, you know, I thought that that was a huge accomplishment. I would say the accomplishment, I'll go back earlier in the gestation process to say that when you have a concept that you tell people about in a sentence and they instantly get it, respond to it, personalize it, and say, oh, I know what that book would be for me, you know you have something that's sort of uh, in, in the mindset of people already. And that all we've done is tap into an existing itch, and we're offering the opportunity to scratch that itch. And so I think the concept really sells itself. For people who love books, tend to love to talk about them, tend to love to share their opinions with others. And we've elevated it by saying, the book, the book that saved your life, takes it up another couple of notches, and it's... uh, there's something about the concept that just shines, and I think that was serendipitous, maybe, or that we really sh- you know, took something and shined it up and made it really pretty. Well, I mean, I guess that's good, right? Because there's only, what, two million, three million podcasts, so we need, we need something, right, that cuts through. And I think this does, just in and of itself. It's like a shiny thing on the beach. You see it from you know, a mile away, and you go, what's that? And that's that takes away a lot of the hard spade work that you'd have to normally do to justify why you exist. I think it's self-just. Well, and we're not just, you know, doing a podcast to do a podcast, right? It wasn't like we woke up and we're like, hey, let's add another podcast to the millions that are out there. I think, you know, trying to find something that meets what we're looking for as just human beings, right, on the planet. You know, I don't, I've shared my story in other, I think, venues of just kind of being burnt out from equity and inclusion work and wanting to find things that could refill my cup and you know I love books and I love queers and so it's like well how do I combine those two things together and you know for folks that are listening at home or in your car wherever right you're listening to this podcast walking walking the the dog dog, um, Jim is my partner or one of my partners I'm in a poly relationship right Jim and I and our third partner, Gordy. So it's a family affair, the podcast, as it were. So I think that, I guess for you, you were just trying to help me out. or <laughs> Yeah, I think there's something very validating about, and I give you a lot of credit for this, JP. You said, you know, I, we could talk to a lot of people about a lot of things, but but you have been rather insistent that wherever possible, where we are raising up uh, GLBTQI people 
and we are making sure that their stories are told, that there's representation at a time when we're being challenged. So you've been very true to that vision. And I think if you look at these 15 voices we put on this podcast in the first season, there are a lot of fascinating stories and a lot of really extraordinary people that we have now created a record of. Well, yeah, I think that saying true things, right? I think after a while, hearing all the junk and lies and all the other bullshit that we have to listen to on a daily basis, I think having a conversation with somebody where they're just being honest and authentic. And I, you know, and I think about the first episode with Nancy and Carmen, I mean, they were just pretty raw in there, right? I mean, they were just sharing things as they, as they saw them at that point, right in their, in their life. But, you know, for others like David and Gary to also, you know, have these books that they read a while ago, but to be so honest about it and to be, you know, this is a, this is a true thing that happened to them. And it's, I think, refreshing to have those types of conversations, which for me, it's like, you know, finally, you know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a lot in the world. And so it's, it's fun and gratifying and cup filling and life giving to hear folks name truths. I will also say that I was surprised that at times some of our guests didn't have an answer, you know, for a question that was posed or that they said, I don't have the perfect thing to say. I can't let you all off the hook and say, here's the optimism that you want me to come up with. And I thought that seemed very unmanufactured, you know, to just say, I don't know, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm trying to get through the day or I'm trying to solve what's right in front of me and I don't have the answer to the bigger questions. And I think that's real honesty because typically in a talk show or something, you want something that makes you feel better than that or more resolved than that. I think, yeah, uh, that was an interesting question that I asked to Allison about how she was, Allison Bechtel, about how she was processing her book being banned and and she didn't have an answer right ready to go she was like i'm just still processing it and trying to figure out what to do with that and you know even when we talked to carmen maria machado and you know i think some folks were like wow you know she's really pessimistic but i was like was that pessimism i think that was just a really realist take as a queer person looking at where we're at in the country and saying you know this is this is where things are right now i think no answer is not necessarily negative it's just not sort of safe pablum you know it's it's an honest answer so did we have any surprises things that just kind of i mean obviously i think every time a guest says yes (laughs) to be on the show i find that to be not a surprise in a bad way uh particularly well maybe for the you know for the allison bechtels and the david la rochelle's of the world you know that it's always you know there could be like oh it's two million podcasts you know i'm not gonna why would i want to be on that but i think that I, mean, I guess to your point earlier, folks see the value in it when you tell them the the name of the show and the you know the one line log line of what we're going to be talking about. But I always still find it to be a surprise. Like I remember, do you remember when I was like jumping up and down in the living room when Alison Bechtel was like, "Yes, I'll do the show." Yeah, well, I, when I look at at ten episodes, five of them with authors. And frankly, most of the others that didn't have an author, it's because the author isn't alive. I'm not sure if there were there any episodes where there was an author that existed 
who was not on the show. Yes. Well, I mean, the episode didn't end up moving forward as we originally intended it. Right. Because the author ghosted us, and you know who you are, and your publicist, you know who you are, too. (laughs) Okay. But that was like one. And I thought there might be more difficulty getting authors to participate. But for the most part, if they were alive and if they were, you know, reachable, they said yes, and we found a way to make that work. So I, I think that was a pleasant surprise. It tells me, again, there's more to the equation than just a lover of books who wants to talk. There's also a, an artist that wants to have that conversation, too. And not just artists. I mean, we can announce here, because uh, it's going to be our season premiere, but to have Greg Luganis, a gold medal winning best diver of all time Olympic champion. <laughs> that was a surprise, you know, to, to send that interview inquiry and to have the publicist respond that morning with a yes. I think that was that was wild. Um, and he's so sweet. And I can't wait to show everyone the episode that we recorded because he was really he was really nice. Well, that's where I think this is resonating beyond you know, the societal tendency to just find an opportunity to promote something. There is there is some genuine curiosity maybe on artists' part or authors' part to, to have this conversation. It's it's personal, it's specific, it's not didactic, you know, it's um, individual and honest. And I think people are responding to that maybe. Did we have any favorite moments? I don't want to be like cliche and be like, all oh, the moments were favorite moments, I but... My, I think my favorite moment was in Siani Oliveira's um, episode where she talked about uh, the book Stone Butch Blues, and she talked about uh, our lesbian sisters being very present in uh, manufacturing during World War II. This was something she learned from the book and I learned from her about that and that they had been instrumental in uh, the late, the growth of labor, the labor movement in manufacturing in the industrial sector in the U S I did not know that until I heard that in the episode and she had great uh, pride in learning that. And then I did, I sort of, you know, took off from her pride, my own pride. And I think that was really unexpected to me. I love the end of her episode, that quote of hers, there's no stopping, there will be no stopping. And I just, we should put that on a graphic or something and put it on the on the social media because it was a really great sentiment uh, actually responding to, I asked her about, you know, what are you, how are you processing what's happening in the country right now? And to have that just unabashed determinism and saying, you know, we're going to go forward. There is no stopping. There will be no stopping. I love that. That was a favorite moment for me, too. There's also there's also serendipity, I think, in the fact that I was in a um, Zoom roundtable with Minnesota Women's Press, happened to meet James Darville, who will end up being a guest in season two. We ha- happened to wind up having a live event and happened to be in a bar, and his book was talking about a bar in St. Paul in the 40s. So there's something... There's a certain amount of serendipity happening that I can't put my finger on, but no. it's clear. Totally. I don't even I don't even understand how that happened. So you had set up a meeting for folks who are listening to understand how serendipitous all this was. So you had set up a meeting 
for us to go down to Lush. And we thought it was going to be a sponsorship conversation. And then they started showing us the venue and they showed us the theater. And I remember in the back of my head, I was like, oh, no, we don't have money to... We don't have money to rent this. And they were talking about all the opportunities for partnership and everything. And then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to have this for free. Like, we, we just, we, we like the idea and we want to have community partnerships. And and they wanted to do a book club. I mean, there was some, in the oh, back yeah, of their minds, right. they were thinking we might do a book club and they wanted to see if there was synergy. Right? Yeah, I forgot about that. And then there was the, okay, how are we going to find a guest, right, who's local and we can do something with, and then you were just at that event, which was about health equity, right? Or Right. I, I invited myself. I said, can I come and for five seconds, talk about the podcast whenever you give me a minute and I'll just oh, sit and right. listen the rest of the time? And I did. Yeah. And one of the panelists was James Darville, it turned out, and uh, he ended up being our guest, uh, one of our second season guests. So it just was one domino after the next that fell into place and fell into place and fell into place. And we could not have orchestrated that if we tried. Well, I suppose people could try, but we didn't. I think that's the, (laughs) (laughs) we didn't. It just all sort of fell into our laps, which I guess, you know, that's a, that was a surprise and a favorite moment. Uh, Let's see here. What is it? It's August 27th when we're recording this. So we did the event uh, three nights ago on the 25th at Lush. And that was really fun. And I think the audio quality is pretty good, too. So when we release the episode in October, uh, I hope folks will enjoy listening to it. And we'll be forgiving uh, if, you know, it doesn't sound like our regular episodes. How how would you, you know, we've talked about a couple of episode, or episodes for season two. How would you characterize season two, what you know so far, and what people might come to expect? I know we're going to move from a weekly to a every other week release format what else can they expect i think we were talking about doing main episodes of this queer book save my life every other week but i just i think we're still going to have events something every week for folks to download and listen to i guess what i mean by that right so we're doing crossover events right like they do on television and have all these shows doing you know massive crossover events we're doing that too uh actually this upcoming friday we're going to be doing a crossover event with the podcast queer lit which I'm really excited about, which is right in our wheelhouse. And I'm really looking forward to that conversation where we're going to talk about queer books and the Queer Armenian Library. And then we're also going to be doing a live crossover event with the podcast DEI Is on October 26th. Is that when it is? Can you explain what DEI is for people who don't know? Yeah, it's a podcast run from the company Diverity, and they bring on a expert every week about equity and inclusion issues and they do it live and there's an interview and then folks call in or not call I don't think they call in but I think they're on social media or something and they submit questions uh, for the guest to answer and so we're gonna uh, Enrico and I we're gonna co-host it with a queer guest and we're gonna do that live for folks to listen to so that'll be that'll be fun I'm looking forward to that crossover event and then we are launching our podcast short, Seven Minutes and Book Heaven, which I'm looking forward to because all of our books have been published for a while, right, that we've been talking about on this queer book. And so I was like, well, what if we had something that was focused on new books, right, that are coming out or about to come out? And so 
but like there's so many podcasts about that like what could be our our take on that and I thought oh well wouldn't it be neat just to have something short something cozy I don't know why I immediately went to seven books in heaven apparently I was being very juvenile on that day (laughs) Uh, but no I think it's nice so we're gonna have um, seven I don't I I don't know I don't know if I want to use the word like sexy or romantic questions but they're definitely uh, cozy intimate type questions Um, like the first one is going to be you know describe your book but describe it like you're talking to your crush. Right. So questions like that. So the, so there'll be seven questions and then the author gets a chance to promote whatever it is they want to promote. Is that, yeah, is that we're going to talk to idea? the author. We're going to get to know a little about them and their book. And it'll only be seven minutes. Well, I think maybe seven and a half minutes. We'll do the setup for about 30 seconds and then seven minutes in heaven, just like, you know, so the it's, game. It's like pillow talk. But in a closet. And without the spin the bottle to get whoever in there. So it's intimate, up close and personal with an author and JP. Uh, and that'll these will be on alternating weeks. In other words, there'll be a there'll be an episode week, and then there'll be a who knows what week in between. There. It'll be a crossover event. It'll be seven minutes in book heaven. We actually have a lot of episodes already recorded for the second season so we may just be able to go like every week if we wanted to uh but i think that for our production schedule we like we weren't originally going to have a seasons and like i work a full-time job (laughs) and i couldn't keep doing both of them on a full-time basis so sorry listeners that we are going to be still doing something every week new episodes of either this queer book saved my life one of our crossover events or seven minutes in book heaven will drop every Tuesday. You will be hearing from us every Tuesday, but it may not be the exact same thing two weeks in a row. Because and I think people can expect that there might be some sort of a survey. We've been talking about some sort of way to um, get people's feedback um, so that we know what you're thinking too. Do we care about feedback? Yeah, I think we I think we might get some great I- <laughs> some great ideas from people in addition to uh, ideas that we have and wanting to get people's feedback on that. So I think surveys are always a good way of, you know, taking people's pulse a little bit. And so we're going to you all are going to have to be honest though, like yep, for real honest, but nice about it too, you know, like Oh, well, that book didn't interest me. Well, too bad. You should have listened to the episode because these are all important books. I think some people are, yeah, looking at, well, I don't know about how I'd feel about that book. Well, do you know anything about it? No. Well, then listen to the episode. It's interesting to me. I'll say this is a surprise I've had. I don't think of 35 minutes or something like that as being an enormous investment of time. But I've been, I've heard from some people with strong opinions that, you know, gosh, you're asking for 25 minutes, 26 minutes. That's a lot. And I, my perception of time is different. Maybe it's because I'm a little older. I don't know. But um, my, so that's something we're going to have to come to terms with. <laughs> well, see, that's what I mean about a survey. Like, you know, some people are like, don't make it longer than 15 minutes. And some people are like, oh, 30 minutes is perfect. And some people are like, why did you stop at 30 minutes? You should have gone for an hour. Those guests were interesting. And I'm like, well, every guest is interesting. But- I had a feed- feedback from one person that said, I listen to podcasts that are two hours long, which now that starts to get over, yeah, over yeah, my no, line. Yeah, but much. everybody's line is a little <laughs> too much. It's hard to judge where the line is, I think. 
Well, I guess, yeah, if we just turned on the microphones and talked for right. two hours, but I worked in broadcasting, so I can't, I can't handle that. I don't, I don't, I have to do some like editing. I have to go after the ums and the repeated words and the dead air. Dead air drives me like, unless it's a pregnant pause or like for dramatic effect, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't handle more than like 15 frames of silence even though I do that when I'm thinking about something. But see, then I go in. Folks maybe not don't know this, the sausage making of the podcast. Like I do some editing as it relates to getting rid of pauses and taking out ums and repeated words so that there isn't like what I just did there, which I will probably take that out, right, as well, that little pause that I did because I can't handle, I can't handle the pauses. So, yeah. Well, what else can people expect is that I think that what's important, though, that maybe people still aren't grasping is that this show is not crafted by us. It's crafted by the guest. So if we accept you as a guest and we ask people to give us some idea of why they'd like to be on the podcast and some idea of why they've chosen the book that they've chosen, and if we accept you as a guest, then you're really programming the episode in a way we then launch into a process of trying to reach the author and trying to get convince them to join us and try to make schedules work and all of that sort of mechanics. But this is, a, I think, why this is an unusual uh, concept is that the guest really sets the episode up by the selection they've made. And uh, I don't believe anybody else out there that I'm aware of is is letting the guest determine the content. There'll be a few times, there have been a few times when we've made an editorial choice or, or other, but it's it's pretty rare. For the most part, this is guest-driven. And Well, there was one episode, there was one episode that will never see the light of day. It was a terrible, it was a terrible interview. And just to give folks like a sense of how the author had gone like off the rails and they were kind of a back to the earther type in a sense, but like not really to the earth, but they were saying some wild shit and it was super racist and super almost like, I don't know if it was like, no, it was, it was like, it was sexist too. And I think the important thing there is that we invest, it's, we invest a lot of time and sometimes it doesn't result in an episode. And and I, I don't know if that matters to anybody, but this might seem easier than it is. And uh, sometimes you're spending hours just trying to get schedules to work out or, or days trying to get a publicist to get back to you. So it's there's a lot of, of uh, we have a list of, you know, declined or failed uh, episodes on, on a spreadsheet. And it's there's a lot of these that don't turn out, don't work out for a series of reasons. So you have to do a lot more creating than ultimately winds up on the podcast for what that's well, yeah that one guest i mean to your point about us sort of not i mean we yeah we're in control right at the end of the day but after that interview the guest was like i'm not comfortable being associated with that person and i remember thinking oh thank god like i don't want to i don't know i don't know what to do here because this person i don't want to platform this really hateful hateful language well, but well and we and we want to be mindful of the fact that we, you know, are, are seeking GLBTQI guests. But there is there is an argument for a parallel podcast that allows the that 
aperture to be opened up for, to folks that aren't in that particular description. And we, it would take a lot more energy to create a, a companion podcast. But if we have talked about it. You know, there are people who want to participate that aren't LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. If, hey, if, you know, Absolute Vodka or Barnes & Noble wants to give us some serious cash here, we could do a spinoff. This queer book saved my straight life. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Well, I guess season one in the books. Good job. Good job to you, too. Congratulations to you, too. I can't believe, I can't believe we got it done. I mean, I do. We're very capable people, but it does seem surreal at some points to be like, oh, yeah, we're, we're producing a podcast. And I kind of feel like it takes over everything. Like, I feel like the only word I say these days is podcast, 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 podcast. Right. So this queer book saved my life. Season two premieres on October 4th, 2022. We'll also be debuting our podcast short Seven Minutes in Book Heaven, where we'll talk to LGBTQ authors about the new books they have coming out or that will be coming out available for pre-order. And we'll be doing our crossover events with Queer Lit and DEI Is. So stay tuned, stay subscribed, follow us on social media at This Queer Book on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find transcripts to all of our episodes on thisqueerbook.com. And Jim, I guess I'll see you in the producing booth. And I guess like in bed tonight. In book heaven. And in book heaven. <laughs>